Alright everybody, welcome to another episode of Movie Talks and Chill. We're your hosts, I'm Tony Serrato. I'm Gavin Butts. I'm Patrick Wall. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about a man, the king, and no, not Elvis Presley. That would be... Stephen King. Wee, wee, wee. That was no. psycho. So <laughs> what? <laughs> no, that's Alfred Hitchcock. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which was psycho, which was Alfred Hitchcock. But you don't think anybody ever got stabbed in a Stephen King movie? I mean, you're wrong. Uh, to be fair, I've seen The Shining. I know somebody at least gets stabbed in that movie. Yeah, With an axe. I mean, come on. <laughs> it just has everyone getting devoured. Yes. <laughs> All right, so Stephen King, normal fashion. Favorites? Um, I mean, I'll go first. I've already yeah. mentioned it the last episode. Do it. The Langoliers. Ah, oh, yes, the old Langos of the Leers. I know it wasn't like a big studio production. It didn't make it into theaters. It was a straight to DVD movie. But honestly, that movie creeped me out, and it was so interesting at the same time. Yeah, it was like uh, how they did uh, the original It. Yeah, it was like a direct to DVD. So it was um, the Golden Years. Well, the original It was um, concurrent. Yeah, yeah, but it was um, a TV show miniseries. Um, yes, thank you. That's what I was looking for. You're welcome. <laughs> Just fill in the blanks here. Well, was it like uh, five episodes? I want to say it was like, yeah, maybe three, three. Three or four at most. Yeah. Because just like the movie, it was split into two chapters. Yeah. But I think they played the... It might actually have been four, because I think they played the first two... Part, chapter chapter one and two episodes, and chapter mm-hmm. two and two. But I may be wrong. All I remember is an eyeball popping up in the middle of a fortune cookie, and I noped out. <laughs> Beep! Beep! Richie! <laughs> uh, no, 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 no! <laughs> One of the main things I loved about Langoliers, and it's not just the buying ball of teeth that eats time, because that's basically what the movie is about, it's also their take on time travel. Like, whenever you go back in time, you're not visiting the past, you're just, you're going to what the past was. You're in, how do I explain this? You went back in time and no one's there and it's just a piece of land and then you're just waiting for the Langoliers to come and eat you. And yeah, you it's, have... a blank, it's a blank slate. Yeah. So the Langoliers just keep time safe so by not literally the eating Project. you. What? Not the Adam Project. No. No. <laughs> no there, is, there is no fixed time in the Langoliers. Yeah. Like your fixed time is basically that moment you're in at every second. And yeah. then as soon as you're in the next moment, you're gone at a previous moment. Mm-hmm. And the Langoliers eat that previous yeah. moment. Oh, so it's Loki. Yeah, they they explode every day. They hungry. They hungry. They hungry. Yeah. hungry. <laughs> it's just giant meatballs with teeth, chainsaw teeth because they do rotate around the three sided mouth. Yeah, I forgot okay. about that. They do rotate. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. I does the that movie. does the inner mouth go counterclockwise? I'll have to rewatch it to confirm that, but I, I don't want to commit to an answer on that. I mean, movie. I have the DVD. We could watch it if we wanted. Yeah, we got an inner mouth going counterclockwise. Well, your computer's that way. I mean, we are in 2022. I'm trying to re- remember which one of my players is DVD compatible, and I think I only have one of them at this point. Damn technology comes yeah. moving forward. All the rest of them are Blu-ray. They won't play DVD. <laughs> oh, this old DVD player is going to get eaten by the Langoliers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I but that is my favorite. I also like that uh, if if I remember correctly, Peter Falk was in that. If I yeah, remember, he was, yeah, he the, was. Like, the the one who deuced everything. Mm-hmm. He magically never time traveled before in his life. Never. Yeah, he was the the co pilot who sacrificed himself at the end because someone has to stay awake for everyone else to stay alive. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, because they have to all be asleep. Mm-hmm. But he didn't, never time travel, never experienced anything, yet he figured it all out. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, yes. And I think Nobody's his char- here because time is no longer here. 
And he's like, what the fuck did you know that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think his character in the yet? movie, he was a con artist. Yeah. So he was just kind of genuinely street smart, and he figured out quantum physics. It was like in the span of an hour. I mean, you know, he was Columbo. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> they, they basically said, it's like Columbo meets um, Quantum Leap. Yeah. Like, yes, let's, do let's do this. All right, Peter, go. Did he, did he have his, uh, what was uh, what was the device in there that he would always go back to? Oh, in, in Quantum Leap? Yeah. Oh, Sam? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was just whatever. I uh, thought it called it something oh, Iggy. like. Iggy. Iggy, yeah. Was, yep. Iggy was the computer system. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Iggy says that I just wanted to scene in the Langoliers where they start eating and Peter Falk turns around and says one final question (laughs) (laughs) am I going to survive this (laughs) alright so Langoliers yes was a good movie I've seen it a few times unfortunately it's like one of those it's hard to find anymore those direct to DVDs unless you happen to VHS it back in the day or you even know it exists it's hard to find it so just but I do have the DVD when it when I first saw it on DVD, I was a kid, obviously. I think it came out on DVD in, like, 2001, so I was, like, 15. I was like, Mom, I really want to watch this movie. I really like it. And she's like, oh, I, I like it, too. And she bought it. And then we watched it five times, and when I moved out, I took it with me. <laughs> Mom, I like this one. Yep. Remember this? Hey, Ma, do you know where my old yearbook is? Never mind, I found something good. <laughs> <laughs> Got the Langoliers, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> So, what about you, Mr. Gavin? Now, I'm going to let you go first, because every time I go before you, you oh, always say, I so. steal yours. <laughs> okay, so, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass on this I'm one. Gonna, I'm going to take a breather on this one, and somebody take I'll this take one first. Five. Uh, again, there's so many good ones with Mr. Stephen King, but I'm trying, trying to like break down one that I really liked when I was, when I was younger, but I probably shouldn't have been watching when I was younger, was Christine. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, you know, with the murderous car and the kid from Back to School. Back in the day, I was a really big fan of the '57 Belair, and that was the car they used in that movie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, let's watch this. Oh wow, it ate someone. Oh, no, wow. <laughs> locks his girlfriend in and yep. starts putting the carbon monoxide, in, and then she starts <laughs> yeah. choking out. It fixes itself. I mean, it was basically like a kit. Yeah, just it was evil. a murderous transformer. That's yeah. basically what that car was. <laughs> it just didn't turn into a robot. Yeah. <laughs> No, that was. I thought it was a really good movie. It, it was an interesting movie as a kid, seeing a car that's going to kill you. Mm-hmm. And then I like when you know they wreck the car and then it just starts fixing itself. Mm-hmm. You know, repairing all the dents come out and everything, and just to see it slowly turning him into a psychopath, mm-hmm. like getting that dark phase into it. But uh, th- there's so many of them. I mean, I can name like The Shining stuff like that, but we'll get into all those later. But I'd say Christina's one of my favorites. Now, Gavin. Well, um, <laughs> was I it have, Christine? It was not Christine. Okay. See, you could have said we would have. But I was, I was afraid if I said this one, you know, he was going to yell at me. We already, we already kind of talked about it, you know, in our previous episode of, you know, America's Sweetheart, Tom Hanks. Mm. But the Green Mile. Oh, you son of a bitch! That I was my favorite one. I knew it. I was just saying, Christine, to see if you're really going to take my favorite one. <laughs> no, Christine's still. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, I uh, just like. All the characters that are that are in there, not just you know Tom Hanks, um, uh, the big guy who's 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 uh, passed now, Michael um, Clark Duncan. Michael Clark Duncan, yeah. Um, who I wish they would have reprised the role of of him as Kingpin, even though I don't mm-hmm. dislike the guy they have now. Vincent he was just, he, he was did just, a really good job. Mm-hmm. He did, mm-hmm. he did. But I just think I, I feel like you know he could have had a, a good you know yeah. take on that in the in the new series anyway. But um, yeah. Uh, Kind of, kind of creepy, you know, healing slash 
um, take out the bad vibes movie, you know, of this this giant guy who walks around healing people, but in the time, you know, he's black and, you know, slavery had just kind of gotten done. I don't, was was this before World War One uh, or was it? Yeah. No, 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 no. So it was in the 30s. So it was yeah. after World War yeah. One, but before just before World, World War II. Yeah. yeah. Well, you got to remember, too, he was. And it was also in the South. And, and he yeah. was, and he was framed yeah. for right. murdering or raping that girl, or uh, raping the two and murdering girls. that girl, the two mm-hmm. girls. Yeah, yeah. So. it's one of his first, like not first, but one of his only or few serious takes on social commentary. Yeah, mm-hmm. with his Stephen King twist yes. that he can heal anyone uh, and yeah. breathe it out through his mouth <laughs> like bees. Right. <laughs> Well, how do you not love Tom Hanks having to clap through the whole movie? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was a urinary tract infection. No, it wasn't. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he was stepping out. <laughs> That's a long UTI, man. <laughs> That's what she said. Yep. <laughs> We're getting off topic. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that that's, that's going to have to be my fave. Really? What about that other guy, that, that real wormy... Guy that oh, was like yeah, the son yeah. of like he was Mary. Percy in the movie. Percy, yeah, yeah. he was a real. Asshole He's the one who didn't put the sponge underneath yeah. the electric. Yep. Yeah. He was a real psychopath. Yeah. Yes, he was. The sponge. That's the Stephen King character. Yeah. In the movie. <laughs> Old Percy. Old with, Percy. With a name like that, you got to be a douchebag. He, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> trying to think if I should be offended, but no, I don't know anyone named Percy. So no. by all means, just Percy Jackson, and he's made up to. <laughs> 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 No, all really good ones, but um, would you say, I, I know where your take is on this one, Patrick, because you don't like horror. Not really. the versions of Stephen King, because he does have multiple versions, so like the Green Mile, I wouldn't say, like, more drama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he's got the Stephen Kings that are kind of drama comedies, like Stand By Me, mm-hmm. stuff like that. The serious ones, more drama, like Shawshank Redemption. And then you have like a lot of the horror type stuff. So mm-hmm. what Stephen King do you like the best? I'm gonna let Gavin go first. Huh? Don't steal it, Gavin. I will. I will probably Mine's say. Not technically a movie. I will say that I, I like the the horror slash suspense mm-hmm. that he does. Not so much really the gruesome stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I know he's you know still famous for that, but you're getting close to what I'm about to say, so I really want to hear your answer and um, tread carefully. Well, I, I like. Um, again, another movie I've talked about before, Into the Tall Grass, mm-hmm. which was where. It was suspenseful, and there was, you know, there was still killing in it, mm-hmm. and there's that horror aspect of, you know, but you had that massive suspense of where you had to figure out what is going on, and like midway through the movie, you're finally realizing, okay, they're all in a time loop, mm-hmm. like all of this has already happened before, yeah. and so like you know, it made you, you know, he engrossed you in the story first. Mm-hmm. So that you, as every every clue that you're seeing, you're seeing before you realize the time loop scenario. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, and then like mid, I guess you could say turn of the movie, you know, where where the the big you know cal- um, calamity is supposed to happen, you finally realize, holy crap, they're in the same, they're just looping around the same shit, and everything's gonna happen no way until one guy decides he's gonna change it. Yeah. And he and he breaks the rules in order to you know, mm. change it. Mm-hmm. So I would say um, it's a mix between the both of suspense and horror. Okay. 
The only re- this is my second favorite Stephen King adaptation, but it's not really a movie, so that's why it's, I really didn't want to say that on the podcast. But it's The Stand. It's a five-part miniseries that aired on TBS back in 1996. Yeah. But it was one of his best books, uh, critically acclaimed, mm-hmm. from what I understand. But um, The Stand, um, he just revisits, like, the apocalypse. And, like, what would happen? Like, God chose his side, the devil chose his, and let's see what happens in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a mix of horror and there was a lot of suspense and I thought when he combined those two that was probably one of my favorite and his best works in my opinion mm-hmm. Okay, I mean for movie adaptations his yeah. book works are phenomenal well, compared yeah. to yeah. his movie works Yeah, and, and we'll get into that I have a gripe to say about one of his movies this isn't book talks in jail come on <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's he's even panned a lot of the movies that have come out about him you know, mm. from his works that he yeah. has not liked, which we'll get into those later on. But, well, but nine times out of ten, he's like at least an executive producer on those movies. It's the one where he's not even involved that just go to shit. Mm. Yeah, that's that's his big gripe with it. That's mm. why he usually likes to stay in somewhat control. But in all fairness, his books are like eight thousand pages long. True, and it's hard to cram all that information into. You basically have to make uh, production movies like. Movie the Hobbit mi- movie or the miniseries. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah, yeah you'd yeah. have to make a movie miniseries where it's like like how they did with It, Chapter 1 and 2. They actually made them two separate movies in this one. So you'd have well, to do that with all his movies. Well, I think and because he has like his own universe that, it, that he kind of created in there. And It is like one of the big things for that is like It is one of the antagonists um, that are in that series. And even the Dark Tower kind of encompasses that. Mm. So, like the so Dark. So we're gonna start talking about the Dark Tower. Mike Ripe's about to come in. Oh, because oh, well, I read the books and that movie sucked. I, I would, I'm throwing that out there right now. I, I would not disagree with you. It was not his best work, but I'm just saying that like the Dark Tower is supposed to be the center of that universe, mm. and then like you have all these other deities that are out there that you know he's created that are supposed to, you know some are for good some. Some of the good ones have, or one of the good ones was supposed to come out in it mm. to help the kids escape the first time. Yes, and Wasn't I that the turtle. Yeah, it's the mm-hmm. the turtle is the supposed to be the the savior one or whatever. Which they did leak that in the new it right. movie because when in the first part they're it's swimming, in the trailer, yeah, isn't it? and he goes underwater. And he's like, it's a turtle. Yeah, like you hear the kid bubbling it out in the water underwater, mm-hmm. but they never showed it. Right, and everybody was so excited about that moment. They were waiting for the second one. He's like, oh, they they teased it. Turtle's going to be in number two. Mm, turtle no. was not in number two. No. <laughs> spoiler alert. No turtle. <laughs> Came out four years ago. I think spoilers are gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're good on that one. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> no, but I also liked, um, well, the ones that, I got to word this very carefully, but the ones that are very plausible to happen, like things that could happen, like Cujo. Um, well, Cujo could happen. Uh, Shawshank Redemption could happen. A person could be, you know, you know, mis- uh, wrongfully accused and yeah. sent to prison. Uh, misery. You get a psycho fan who captures True. you. I mean, there wasn't really anything supernatural about that movie at all. Mm, yeah. Just uh, sledgehammer in a foot. Yep. Yeah. Cobbling. <laughs> you dirty bird. Ow, 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 ow. It's <laughs> in the right paper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, un- unlike, you know, Children of the Corn and Carrie and Christine, where that's yeah. not as plausible to happen. I mean, there are some people... But the thing about Stephen King is he can make those things plausible. You could almost believe that a car can come to life and, like, try and kill you. Yeah. Well, you know, Tesla. 
<laughs> that's a different movie that's skynet and you get it right <laughs> they're having drivable vehicles okay google it vehicles whatever no because then google's gonna know <laughs> yeah our phones are on we don't need it listening to what we're saying right now wait are we recording this directly on the internet <laughs> we are using google yes <laughs> son of a bitch uh but no like that one or like stand by me you know, kids going out to see a dead body. Yeah. Then one of them gets run over by a train. No, they didn't get run over. Didn't one kid lose his legs because they didn't make it off the tracks? No, that's how the one the one kid died because of the train or mm-hmm. something. Oh, so he didn't lose his legs. He lost his life. The, the actual dead kid that they were looking for, but yeah. not one of the main characters. Oh, I thought one of the main characters yeah. actually... No, yeah. they were running. They, the mm. train almost I killed them. I thought one that of was... them like did not make it. No, no, it's it. That's in case you haven't picked this up. I have not seen this movie. Yes, I got that. that I haven't even read the book. No. <laughs> well, spoilers. <sighs> yeah, spoilers. <laughs> I was wrong. That movie Shocker. Came out like I want to take that shot now, please. Yes. <laughs> so I was bored they... last night. There's none left. <laughs> no. So the basic premise is: a kid goes out. He gets hit by a train. And then these four friends go out to See, I know find the, the dead body. I've seen Family Guy. I know the basic premise. Yeah. Well, apparently not, because you miss it. One of them didn't lose her legs. Well, see, in Family Guy, Joe loses his legs again. Because <laughs> it's Joe. <laughs> he does that in every episode. <laughs> like when they're going to play golf. Hey, Joe, what's your handicap? <laughs> every hole. <laughs> I still remember the one episode where he got his legs back and he just starts beating the shit out of everyone. With Taekwondo, he doesn't even use his, like, giant arms. He just yeah. starts kicking everyone. Yeah. And then Bonnie comes in and shoots him in the legs. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, for me, though, one of the movies that kind of reminded me of In the Tall Gl- in, in the tall Grass, even though it's different premise completely, kind of reminded me of, like, Children of the Corn-esque type thing, minus the time loops and everything. But Children of the Corn got about like eight different sequels after yeah. so. And that was just about, you know, psycho kids. Children of the Corn, 78. Yeah. <laughs> Did we not say enough with the first 77? There's Children of the Corn. It's like Starship Troopers. There's yes. corn. There was Come one on. in theaters and there was nine to DVD. Yeah. And the only yep. one that was good was the one in the theater. Was, yep. And what's his name was the star in every one of them. Casper Van Diem? Yep. He was in all of them. Would you sell me his name? He saved us from those bucks. <laughs> <laughs> also, I remember he was in the final season of Monk. <laughs> Monk. God. But he did. I mean, he's done a lot. Uh, Firestarter was out. Drew Barrymore. Um, have you guys ever seen uh, Cat's Eye? I've heard of it. It's like a movie with a series of episodes in it. Kind of mm. like Creepshow and stuff okay. like that. Uh, but... Really good. Uh, I think I think Drew Barrymore's in that one as well. And there's a cat that's in every ep- or every skit. Or so you'll like it, Patrick. He's looking it up right now. Because I, I have one point. goblin doesn't mean yes. I want to see all the goblins. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do. <laughs> but one, actually, I forgot one that was. It was more when technology was starting to come into play back when VR. If you remember Lawnmower Man. Oh yes. Yep. Yes, Lawnmower Man. Job. I want you to look me in the eye and ask me if I've seen Lawnmower Have Man. Have you seen Lawnmower Man? Why would you ask? Of course <laughs> I haven't. You told me to look you in the eye and yeah. ask you. Why I didn't you think you were that, that dumb. 
I thought you already knew the answer. I did know the answer, but you did tell me. I mean, respect eye. for doing what I told you to do. But... And the show has reached a new low. <laughs> or high in my book. Oh, he yeah. actually did what I said him to do. I want you to look me in the eye and ask me, why would you ask me that? You look me in my damn dirty eye and you tell me. You son of a bitch. You actually did it. <laughs> you stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why you got me so stupid, stupid? <laughs> Twelve o'clock reminder, you failure. Yeah. <laughs> stupid. Oh yes. Oh, uh, so, but I mean, he's uh, he's done. There's been so many movies mm. he's done. Uh, another one is uh, what was it? Sleepwalkers, I think it was called. Another I think one? yeah, he the did that one. Vampire mm-hmm. people, yeah. or the mother and son. They had like. Sucked the life out of like virgins or some shit like that. She was going after the dude's girlfriend. Them dang virgins. Yeah. I'm sorry. I can't stop. Now that you said vampire and virgins, I'm. I just stopped thinking about Stephen King and started thinking about what we do in the shadows. Have you ever seen that movie? It was like Taka Waititi's like first acting role. Oh, well, God. one I of his first. I don't know. I, I, I know they have the miniseries. Yeah, but out. it was a movie first. I, I never saw the movie. So one of the I've seen the movie and it's um, Australian or um, English comedy, so it's a lot of dry shtick humor. Mm-hmm. And one of the things it's like The Office, where they you know they paint they do a quick cut to where they're talking into the camera and just asking questions, but you don't hear the voiceover. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the voiceovers, the one of the times they do it, is like, "Why do you only drink virgin blood?" <laughs> and the vampire. He's like, well, how would you feel about eating a sandwich knowing well that no one had fucked it before? That's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, I do, I mean, I do like eating virgin sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. like a dickhole spacing <laughs> my sandwich meat. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of British or dry humor like that, but he said it so deadpan. I was like... This I'm watching the rest of this movie. Patrick was hooked at that moment. Yeah. Well, there's another scene where like one of the guys just gets emotionally butt hurt, so he's just sitting in the living room on the computer, and everyone's like, "Stop brooding!" And the guy turns around. And he's like, "Let me do my dark bidding." You know, like, what are you bidding? And it's like, "Oh, this nice end table on eBay." <laughs> <laughs> kind of almost reminds me of how the uh, and we'll back Stephen King in here a second because we got derailed a little bit but it does kind of remind me of the kind of humor they put in that Dark Shadows movie mm. not the original soap opera old TV show that so, lasts forever I always get these confused we're not talking about the Ben Affleck superhero movie that's Dark Man right that's not a Ben Affleck superhero movie not Ben yeah. Affleck Alec Baldwin that's not Alec Baldwin no nope. Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson get your shit right who was the superhero Alec Baldwin movie that I'm thinking of I have no idea are you talking about, like, if it was a horrible one, um... It was Darkman or something no, like that. No, Darkman was Liam Neeson. That was a Sam Raimi movie. I know you're not thinking of Phantom and Billy Zane. No. <laughs> well, you got a fantastic yeah, rectangle right yeah. there. Yeah. I've got the <laughs> internet at my controls. Let me look this up. So while he's looking it up, back to Stephen King for a minute. <laughs> back to our regular schedule programming. Uh, so one I know Patrick likes, too, and it kind of... It almost reminded me... Ask, so don't get me wrong when I say what I'm about to say. A little bit of, like, The Shining, but 1408, only because it's a haunted hotel. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Shadow is what I was thinking. The Shadow. Oh, that was a horrible movie. (laughs) I saw that. How dare you even bring that into this? (laughs) That's where it needs to stay. That's what I was thinking of. (laughs) It needs to stay in the shadow. (laughs) And you go from 
Ben Stiller to Liam Neeson. You compared Liam Neeson to Ben Stiller. Alec Baldwin. That, well, you first said Ben Stiller. Yeah, no, he said Alec Baldwin. Did he say Alec yeah. Baldwin yeah. first? Yeah. Who'd you say second? No, not Liam Neeson. I remember riding this one. <laughs> <laughs> and we're doing quick cuts on yes. this episode. <laughs> so, 1408. I wanted to bring that up. All right, go ahead. Well, that was one of the only few, like, legitimately horror movies that Stephen King has done that I've watched all the way through and I genuinely enjoyed. Like, I didn't, like, have to stop for 20 minutes, go have a cigarette and do a couple drinks just to make it through the rest of the movie. (laughs) I must enjoy this. (laughs) It was actually a compelling story, which I, and, you know, Sam Jackson's in it, and you can't go wrong when he's in it. And John Cusack. And he's also, you know, awesome. Yes. (laughs) I, he was awesome. He was awesome, (laughs) I was going to go on another side change with identity, but John Cusack is great in this movie as well. You can talk about that too. I was mean, was the cell a sequel to that? Because they're also both of that. I don't think it was. A I don't th- sequel. It may be like a spiritual successor, only because yeah. it, I think it's like the same realm. You're trapped in one room, and a lot of messed up stuff is happening in yeah. there. But um, the room is just disturbing, and I liked it. It's one of the few, like like I said, it was one of the few horror movies by Stephen King that I genuinely enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, the acting was good. The writing was good. I just, as much as freaked out as I got, especially towards the end, like, I just, I have to watch this. Mm-hmm. And then I turned on all the lights. <laughs> I, I have to watch both. Well, all to the be fair, I, I turned on more lights because they were already on. <laughs> like, I was plugging, plugging in night lights at that He's point. He's flashlights out, put them on stands. <laughs> I'm just holding my lighter in the middle of the living room. <laughs> Even though I have every light in the, my apartment on. <laughs> well, it's kind of like related to... What I liked about it is... Kind of like when we did the Tom Hanks thing. We talked about, you know, a castaway where, you know, the one guy can do the whole movie and it's just mm-hmm. a guy somewhere. I mean, that's basically just one guy in a room. Yeah. I mean, 90% of the movie is just him in that room. Mm-hmm. Well, his supporting up. cast also helps... Um, Further the story, like, I don't know, um, when he was talking to his ex-wife, he's like, your GPS says you're not in a hotel. He's like, I am still here. And he's, like, freezing to death because the air conditioning is at, like, negative 30. Didn't there, like, <laughs> snow in the room? Yeah. Yeah, there's a, that's, that's some good AC right there. Right? I remember I was watching that movie, my AC kicked on, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember, too, there's a scene where, like, the whole room starts collapsing. Mm-hmm. And it gets yeah. flooded with water, yeah. and, yeah. like, all the um, the paintings start, like, animating. And it connected to him going surfing, mm-hmm. like, almost drowning yep. while he's surfing and stuff. He so. tries to uh, commit suicide by jumping out the window, but he sees his, like, evil self right next to him. Yep. He's like, do it. <laughs> I dare you. Do, do it. it. Yeah. Cool. It's a really cool. messed up movie, but it's one of the few horror ones I really enjoy. Well, because it's psychological. Yeah. Yeah. And it's obvious what I, I like that kind of shit. We all know I like the psychological thrillers. Well, one of the ones that always, or since then, has made me, the ending really messed with me, but um, you know, has always made me question whether or not I want to go outside when it's foggy, is mist. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so viewers you or listeners you can't see this but outside of my apartment there's a balcony and i can see my office where i work in the normal times not recording this but when the fog gets really dense you can't see that nine-story building and it freaks me out you can see about 30 feet you can barely see the building across from me and i lose my mind and all the lights go on yeah yeah oh what a, it's like nine in the morning <laughs> like nope everything is on. on let's open some doors he opens the door and it's dead quiet out and all of a sudden he just goes 
Yeah. Back, <laughs> the hell is that? Back in the day, I had yeah, yeah. Back in the day, I had cable in my apartment and I had fog outside, and I just turned on the TV and the mist was on. It was like, nope, no, 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 no. We are out. I've seen this movie before. I'm not living it. It would be great if like the mist cleared and he looks over and in one of the windows it's him working, it's staring back at him. How would you feel about that? <laughs> I'm really glad I have a V8 Mustang, because I would be out of here. For those of you who can't see, Patrick's asshole just puckered up real tight. <laughs> He's, like, oh. He's been Legitimately, my arms are crossed. Everyone's so relaxed, but I'm hugging myself. At the <laughs> he just loves himself so much. <laughs> I'm, I'm scared for myself. That's what's happening. He'll be calling, he'll be calling us. I think I see myself working, <laughs> looking at... He's smiling at me. I opened my door. I was already working. <laughs> drinking a white cloth. That is a nightmare I've had before. drinking a white cloth. I've been working from home for the past two years. There are times where I wake up and think I'm already working. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn COVID. I used to have to go to the office Damn every day. COVID for Patrick. He could have really benefited from this next movie we can talk about. <laughs> As the coffin in his her. room stretched from wall to wall. <laughs> That's my best Morgan Freeman impression. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Morgan Freeman. Better than what I could do. So I'm guessing Shawshank. Started, started that Shawshank Redemption. Redemption yep. With poor old Andy Dufresne. <laughs> <laughs> Want some of this delicious pie? <laughs> <laughs> Poor old Patrick Wall <laughs> can't walk to his job because he's got to miss. <laughs> <laughs> he's too afraid. Of what's in there? <laughs> Looking at you know himself. what's in there? Fucking alligators. You know yeah. what? <laughs> that part is true. <laughs> there are still ancient dinosaurs <laughs> on his way to work. <laughs> I don't know why this reminded me of that, but I know I've told you guys about that movie, a Million Ways to Die in the West. Yes. I've seen that. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that scene where he's like, you know, I could get killed even going to the outhouse. There's fucking rattlesnakes all over <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, back to Stephen King. Just had to see Oh, <laughs> uh, so, but he has, t- <laughs> he's done a lot of just, um, I mean, just insane stuff. Yeah. I mean, there's, I'm even trying to think. Like, there's so many he's done that I can't even think of all. But like, like I said, Carrie was in there. You know, you know, telekinetic. You know, mm-hmm. Ghost Psycho. Um, they did the sequel, which really wasn't good. We haven't um, talked about the movie that has become a movie trope yet. And Carrie. That's what I just. Said. Wait, he just said Carrie. Did he? Yeah. Well, I was looking at my phone. So I, I didn't obviously. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm looking at my phone, my hearing goes down. Yeah, yeah. yeah I just turn that off. I can't. I can't stare and listen. It's <laughs> oh, scary. You know, movie I've talked about. It's scary. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the show. But to be fair, we haven't actually talked in depth about it. No, we have not. Go ahead. Well, <laughs> I just wanted to wait, bring wait, up wait. that it was a trope that everyone uses the final scene of um, blood or oh, red liquid blood. being dumped on someone. Have you the... seen Carrie? No. I knew it. Look him in his eye and yeah. ask him. Look me in the eye. <laughs> you don't Why know would you ask him that? <laughs> <laughs> but it's become such a trope, I even know about it. Like, that is a thing that has happened in movies, televisions, yeah. even books. Like, it, is, it was such a powerful scene back mm-hmm. when it first aired that everyone has tried to mean it or mimic it, in mm-hmm. a sense. Well, yeah, so they dumped the pig's blood over, um, so... You want to give the synopsis or you want me to? So I mean, you, I know a general synopsis. A yeah. girl gets bullied so much she becomes psychic and then, then 
they dump the pig's blood on her, she really just tears into well, literally everyone. The worst part was when she got at home. She like really never got a break from it. Oh, really? It wasn't just the kids. It was her mom was super... Religious. Yeah. And she was basically... Like, the mother was like one of those overly religious people, like, purity, how dare you think about boys and all this stuff. Right. And, you know, you're dirty, you're this, you're that. And, you know, so she was so... Uh, uh, Restrained? It, yeah, kind of like closeted at mm. school that she didn't know how to deal with a lot of kids. And then she liked the one boy who was William Cat, my boy who played the greatest American hero, Ralph Hinckley. <laughs> um... John Travolta was in that too. Yeah, it was uh, briefly. Sissy Spacek was Carrie, mm-hmm. and um, but yeah, so she just she's so off camped at school because of how she's treated at home, mm. and she does develop these power in it. Her mother thinks it's the devil possessing yeah. her, and so she finally gets pushed to the edge. Or she likes the one, her one. The one girl wants to be nice to Carrie and says, "Ask her boyfriend to ask her to the dance." So he does, and he's doing it really, he doesn't want to, but then he's like, just being nice, but their whole plan is to get her to the dance to then ultimately humiliate her in front of everybody, Mm -hmm. and that's where they dump the pig's blood on her, and then she goes psychotic. (laughs) I mean, it's a really good take on, like, how to really handle bullying. I mean, nowadays, kids just Just develop and attempt to kill themselves. Like, no, you just got to murder everybody with your mind. (laughs) Develop psychic powers. Or they just bring guns You make it sound so easy. Shooting up people. You know? Just saying. <laughs> just saying, when I was a kid, I tried to use the force, and it never happened. Yeah. How hard <laughs> did you really try? I mean, I was bullied a lot, okay. so pretty hard. Have you had pig's blood dropped on you in front of that, school? No. All right, well, we See? need to try that then. You, you got to work on your triggers. Okay. Let's, let's, <laughs> get you, let's get you to a high school prom. Yes. Stat. <laughs> and then someone just needs to tell me that Stargate sucks, and yeah. then I'll just lose that's, my... That's what it needs to happen. Not you'll pig's just, blood. You'll just see his right eye start twitching. <laughs> Richard Dean Anderson can't act, and all of a sudden his eyes just like... Fire starts blowing. Yeah. The problem is I'm also 36, so I'm not going to use my mind. I'm just going to walk up to this 17-year-old kid and punch him. <laughs> Actually, before you get to use any powers, you probably get arrested for being in a high school. Yeah. <laughs> right? And then my two older friends who brought me there. <laughs> I'd leave you. I'd be like, listen, I'm going to video this so far. Why are you guys here? We're chaperones? Yeah. <laughs> which, which kid's yours? That one. Yeah, the one you're arresting. Yeah, yeah. The one that's taken out. But you were the grown-up, so you're in the wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's your fault. It's your fault. <laughs> you're to blame. <laughs> it, but it is, yes. Carrie, Carrie's one of those that it will always be known. Mm. Um, just That's just the way it is, man. But that back then, he did movies that got that way. Like everybody, When you hear Christine, even if you haven't mm. seen the movie Christine... You know Christine. Mm. Just like Carrie, just like The Shining. You know, his older movies back then, like I said, they're, they're tropes. They're, they're Stephen King. I, I think we said this on our Halloween episode, but The Shining is the movie that scared me the most as a kid. To this day, I still can't watch it. It freaks me out. All work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. <laughs> Even hearing that sentence gives me like the willies. And I'm genuinely interested to see what Ben Stiller is going to do with this role. Yeah, I am not. <laughs> I just, I don't, I like Ben Stiller, but no. I I want to give him a chance, but I he really walks, do. If I he really... walks through there and says, no one makes me bleed my own blood, I'm going to leave. Yeah, if, he, if he goes up to this some hallucination and tries to pull up blue steel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But yeah. I want to say he has the ability to do a serious role, <coughs> and this is his like only shot to actually do it. And I want to see what he could do. Well, I mean, now serious or suspenseful? Because there's a difference. Because like, I about that one movie, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, he was pretty serious. Yeah. I, to be fair, I do mean suspenseful. Like okay. he does need to like play off the atmosphere of what's going on uh, in the movie. And I want to, I want to say he can do it. But like I said, I've seen too much of you know Zoolander to like. Can you really do this? Yeah. <laughs> and we he all know how have... I feel about remakes and reboots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he did have like a uh, one movie where he was able to be kind of like a schizoid. Um, it was with Bill Hader and um, man, um, when he was like a loser. And yeah, so he goes um, to a class with Billy Bob Thornton to become not the movie I'm thinking of. Keep going uh, to like become not a loser. I know what you're talking about now. I cannot think of that. I'm thinking of the one where he was the off-brand superhero, where he was the Fury, but he oh, didn't really do anything. You're talking about a, a, a something man. Defenders or something? No, no, no. no, no, no. Um, it, was, it had Janine Garofalo yeah, and yeah, yeah. William H. Mason. Mm-hmm. He was the man. shoveler. Mystery man. Mystery man. Yeah. Uh, I shovel. Gene, I shovel very well. I, yeah, and Janine Garofalo was the bowler. Yeah, and she had, was yeah, in the, the, in the skull in the bowling ball. And I think uh, it wasn't Chris Rock. I, was it Dave Chappelle who no. was like the invisible guy? No, it was like some no name. Oh, really? Like, yeah. I'm invisible. Can you see me? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, and naked. then like at the end of the movie where no one, no one look at him. And then he actually turns invisible and goes through the laser. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, in all fairness, it is easy to, it is easy to become invisible when nobody's looking at you. <laughs> yeah. That's if no one looks did. at me, can you see me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ben Stiller played the rage guy. Yeah. God, that was a horrible movie. Well, <laughs> all right, you and I are about to fight on that. I thought that movie was amazing. <laughs> I may have forgotten the name, but I still remember the shoveler and the rage. I like all the characters in it, and yet that weird guy with the, the fucking forks and shit, the utensil mm-hmm. guy, or the like the gypsy guy, or the Mysterio guy. Yeah, yeah, that's the same guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was, was like a gypsy the... fortune teller, but yeah. he would also just throw forks at people. Yeah, <laughs> just force. <laughs> Go fork yourself. <laughs> Nah, I shouldn't say. I shouldn't say I hated it. I just was like when I went into it, I was like, it was it was supposed to be a goofy comedy. Yeah, it is what it was. If I remember correctly, it was produced or at least funded by DC. So technically, that is DC canon. I'm sorry. I, I will have to look that up. <laughs> sorry, DC. Sorry about <laughs> that. Sorry about that. I don't know why you're sorry. That just makes DC more better than Marvel. What? Yeah. What? I said it. Now we're on a 4G and negative dive. Turn this one down. Patrick's and my mic is down. off. <laughs> uh, Patrick's going to be taking a small time out. This is going to be Talks and Chill with Gavin Butts and Tony Strong. <laughs> <laughs> we're all allowed our opinions even how they're really wrong. <laughs> no matter how wrong they are. <laughs> we got way off topic. We got yeah. back to Stephen King. Who so. were we talking about again? Yeah, yeah. So, well, not really full off topic because yes, Ben Stiller is mm. going to be doing in that um, Jack Torrance role. Uh, but no, I mean, I I I like The Shining from when I was a kid. I can watch that again and again. Yeah, I um, I, I will I mean, turn I that off. I haven't seen it. It in is a, freaky. In a while. I'm not going to deny yeah. it. I mean, yeah, it's 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 definitely creepy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not saying I'm sitting there with a big smile on my face eating ice cream. And yeah. Like, hey. Oh my god, this is not fun. <laughs> oh, Johnny's here. Yeah, Johnny. Yay. Oh, he picked up the axe. Yeah. I knew it. I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> Crack that bitch in the head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but we got 
Um, God, I'm trying to. Th- I'm trying to even think of all of them now. It's like you have them all. I know we've mentioned a bunch. Uh, I will say there are a bunch I haven't seen, so I'm gonna let you oh, two take the reins on that. Silver Bullet was good. Okay, tell me about movie. tell me about Silver Bullet. And basically, a kid who's encounters a werewolf type thing. I believe it was Corey Haim, if I remember correctly. He was in like a wheelchair or like this motorized late eighties, early nineties. It was early eighties, okay, say, or at least mid eighties. Let's see here, eighty five. Okay, so yeah, he's he's with his family. Uh, I can't remember where they live, but he's he's a handicap, mm-hmm. but he's got like a, a motorized wheelchair and but there's this werewolf out or guy gets bitten and it's basically your normal werewolf movie and he has to use a silver bullet to kill him hmm. hence well, the name silver bullet a normal werewolf movie for me is an american werewolf in london and that's... that is not normal because <laughs> most normal werewolf movies don't have people like having hallucinations seeing their dead friend they got mauled by the hmm. by the werewolf although i did love that movie it's a really good movie <clears throat> Or what about Teen Wolf? That's another normal werewolf movie. Hey, no. No, it's <laughs> a really not good, funny one. It's not a normal werewolf movie. Well, let's so, talk about werewolf is, is bringing up another one that we haven't talked about, uh, Pet Cemetery. I don't want to be buried in a pet I've specifically cemetery. made sure not to watch that movie. Here, Gage. Come here, Gage. <laughs> so, I don't know any quotes from that movie. I've stayed away from that movie. Like, Pet Semi... I've seen Poltergeist. I don't want to see the pet version. When he gets the phone call from the kid. Yes. Daddy. Daddy. Yeah, I'm creeped up by YouTube. I'm not... I'm going to call you up from another We're number. Gonna call you. I'm blocking both of your numbers. <laughs> I'm call you from another number. Yeah. Yeah, because I answer numbers I don't know. That'll yeah. work out great yeah. for you. <laughs> Aren't you waiting for an interview callback? No. Oh, they'll so email me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get that email. Send it. Like, send you a phone call. Patrick. I will move. I really will. <laughs> it's really not that bad, you know. There's a pet cemetery, and supposedly it was on like a ancient burial ground or something. Once again, yeah. you're yeah. starting off like poltergeist just with pets. It, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. Yes. So it's. But and are you saying one. poltergeist isn't that scary? No, not anymore. Oh, fuck like, off. In that movie is horrifying. Stay away from the light. <laughs> There's a reason why I got rid of cable. I don't want static on my television. I told you the movie. I think we did on the Halloween episode, but when I watched Poltergeist when I was younger, I had trouble going near closets after that yeah. for a while. When I was younger, I can go near a closet now, carefully, <laughs> with my shotgun. I'm not as old as you, Swing so I don't have cable anymore. I don't get the TV static. <laughs> Thankfully, even in the digital age, I probably wouldn't get that anymore. But still, I don't even want that chance. <laughs> what? I'm just making the sound of static. Oh, I know. I heard it. <laughs> Is there a way we can hack into his computer just make it go static? Yeah, <laughs> okay, use the brick over there. I like the, I like in the Family Guy version of Poltergeist. You know, the tree comes alive and starts trying to take Chris, and then. <laughs> Then Herbert comes out in his walker. Pick on someone you own. Someone. <laughs> <laughs> then he starts fighting the tree, but then they go down like Gandalf yep. and the Rings, fighting in the tunnel. It reminds me of the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror, where they move into the mansion and the oh, house shit. is trying to like get like leave, get out, and there's like blood dripping down the walls, and they're like, "Oh, we can make this work." And then the Simpsons just start fighting. The house is like, "I cannot deal with you. Please get out." And then he sucks himself into his own like portal. He's like, "Nope, I'm out." <laughs> I'm not dealing with the Simpsons anymore. Please get out. 
<clears throat> Lois is like, Peter, we should par- we should get rid of that uh, that skull that you found. It's probably not uh, a good idea that I'm using the skull as a peacock right now. <laughs> 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 Did you see the episode? Doesn't he give it to like um, that that ginger haired comedian out in Vegas? Where he- yeah. Uh, was it Carrot Top? Yeah, so Carrot Top. Prop? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he puts like a, a saw on it. He's like, oh, that's my saw bones. And he's <laughs> like, stop that. <laughs> like, my family is haunted. I need this. <laughs> I need this. So, uh, yeah. So, Pet Cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, you two can have that own conversation. I've stayed away from that movie. So, how did that go? <laughs> <laughs> so, well, this one is like the Indian burial ground, uh, or rather the ancient... Um, burial ground because I, I don't I don't think it was just Native Americans I think it was like everyone it was something I can't remember because yeah like specific a bunch of people like would bring so it was the first version of non-denominational cemetery like everyone was just buried there the, Why not? the, the area itself was like haunted because whatever you put in the ground mm. came back so it was non-consecrated well, that's yeah, what yeah. I'm hearing it did not come back right no no, it did not. So you could bring stuff back, but you had to be very, very careful. And Herman Munster was in that. Yes, he was. He was the grandfather. Yep. Yeah. No, wait, 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 hold on. Let me try and figure out the premise of the story. So say, Tony, if you died tomorrow and we buried you in the cemetery, would I, you come back as like a cat? I would come back as me. Okay. But dark. But I would not be, I would be evil. You wouldn't he, care about movies. He'd basically well, be I don't a, know about that. I just said <laughs> evil and I just... Like, oh no, he'd care about movies and kill you every time you said you didn't see it. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't see this movie, you mother... <laughs> no, because what they did is the people used to bury animals up there mm-hmm. and they had a... It was a dog. Was it? Yeah. Their dog. So that was the first one. The they... dog got hit and he tells them this... Herman Munster, I believe, tells them the secret or something about it and he's like, but be very careful when you do this because they buried the dog the dog comes back, the dog's acting weird, mm. and then there's an episode, spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen it since 1980-whatever, <laughs> or 90-whatever, uh, his kid ends up getting into an accident, Gage, yeah. his little kid Gage, mm. blonde-haired, creepy-looking fuck. Um, he went on to star in Children of the Corn? Probably. I think so. <laughs> and so, his kid's dead, and he's like, we have to bring him back, and I think... The monster guy tells me he's like, you don't want to do this. Yeah. It doesn't work. Like, don't do it with people. As I think what he right. said. Not that you should have done it with animals either. <laughs> but he buries the kid there, and then he's waiting and waiting, and lo and behold, little Gage shows back up. Not that normal though. Yeah. Don't you try to like stab him? He does. Yeah. He kills the grandfather. Yeah, and then he's going after the father, and mm-hmm. the kid's like, yeah. It's like Wasn't that a Twilight game. Zone episode? It's, it's, it's almost like uh, it's like Chucky that you know completed. <clears throat> oh, yes. and he actually took over the kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the human Chucky. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's horrifying. Yeah, and uh, so I mean, good but, on Stephen King. He's just, already won. Just remember, you bury your own. What? Oh yeah, you always have to bury your you own. Bury your own. You can never bury like if if Gavin had a kid and it died. Sorry. Let's put it like this. If I had a dog <laughs> and my dog died, Tony could not to bury fair, my dog. You do have a dog. I do have a dog. <laughs> so Tony can't bury it. You have to do yes, it. I have yes, to do it. Yes. So wait, should I be afraid of my dad coming back to life because the funeral director did it and not me? Did you put it in unconsecrated ground? No, he was buried in Catholic graveyard. Okay, then you're, you're, fine. you're okay. fine. This is one special little cemetery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also just in an imaginary book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think you're okay. That made its way onto a well, giant thank God. screen. The last thing I need is my dad coming back to life and yell at me for playing video games again. 
Well, so no. there's a knock on the door. You disappoint me, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Spending your life talking on these microphones. I'm sorry, Mom, but Dad did not like me playing video games. He wanted me to play baseball. I know we tried and I suck, but he really did not like me playing video games. I just couldn't hit that damn curveball. <laughs> I couldn't hit any ball. It could have been a fastball right down the center. I could not hit it to save my life. That's how he's going to kill you with the baseball. Yeah. Batter like, up, motherfucker. <laughs> Bet you like baseball now, don't you? <laughs> Let me show you how I hit balls. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fun conversation. All right. Anybody else want to talk about a dead relative? <laughs> and I'm disappointed they weren't. <laughs> I got time. Here. <laughs> How much we got left on this episode? <laughs> Ten minutes later, everyone's like, and then they never liked me because they didn't. All I ever wanted was a hug. For the record, he did hug me. <laughs> welcome, to the, welcome to the Stephen King therapist session. <laughs> I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> Tell me your problems. <laughs> now this is a Fraser Crane podcast. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I love that show, and I'll talk about it all day long. And he did play Beast. Yeah? Yeah, yeah so Kelsey Grammer, rock on. Um. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I feel like we need to bring ourselves back in. We were talking about Stephen King. Stephen King. We're, we were on Pet Cemetery. I think we need to get off Pet Cemetery. <laughs> I'm going to have nightmares here soon. Um what do you mean soon? Soon? I'm already having them. <laughs> yeah. This moment. I'm having waking nightmares waking at this point. Nightmares. Okay, so we'll go on to, uh, let's see here. What do we got? What else we got here? We got a lot. There's so many we still have not covered. Um, talking about Children of the Corn a little bit. Uh, didn't really get too into it, but we did. Really... Oh, one that most people don't realize, or a lot of people, Maximum Overdrive. See, I've heard of that movie, but once again, I've never seen it. It was yeah, not panned as I... one of his greatest. It was actually panned as people really did not like it. Mm. Um, you don't know about it either? I, I know about it. I never saw it. It's got Emilio in it. Mm-hmm. Mr. Estevez Emilio! <laughs> and it's all these people, and basically there's like a comet or an alien force that comes down and takes over all machines. So all vehicles, like anything that's plugged in or runs on gas power is taken over by these aliens, and all these trucks and everything start driving through, and these people are at this like little truck stop gas station diner thing. They all get stuck in there because all the machines start taking over, and uh, like one Once of the again, trucks... I think we're back to the evil Transformers. Yeah, it's, it's basically well, one of them actually does a. It's like it's like a circus truck, so it's got this big green clown face on the front, but it looks kind of like the Green Goblin on there. Mm-hmm. It's like the leader truck or whatever, but it's a big black truck, and it does have this Green Goblin clown face on the front that is freaky as shit. Look at the image on that. Uh, but there's other cars here, like one of them's a military vehicle that's got like a gun on a machine gun on it. Like, you know, yeah. the guys just stand on the platform and shoot. So it starts shooting at them. Like, all the old school, this is another 80s movie, so back when they had the electric knives. Do you remember those? No. It was carving knives. Do you remember those? You oh, plug yeah, yeah. them in. It was like, oh, it was yeah. two of them like, side by side. Yeah, and they basically yeah. just move on their own. Well, one yep. lady's like cooking in the kitchen, and all of a sudden one takes over and just starts cutting into her hand and oh, stuff. And, oh, yeah. So the machines take over. And eventually, it stops. But the people have to so it's it Transformers mixed with Skynet. Yeah, they That's just don't have mean. to. Well, not really Skynet. More it's because alien control. Oh, okay. They're they're aliens that are taking. So it's over. Skynet, Transformers, and Attack of the Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> 
But look up, I'm telling you, look up the image of that green or that black truck from Maximum Overdrive. I will if you answer me this one question. I will try to. What is the synopsis of Secret Window? Because I remember the trailer when I was that's in college. Johnny, that's Johnny Depp. Yeah. yeah. Um, if but I, I've never seen it. If but... I remember correctly, he, he basically, he's a writer, and he goes to that cabin to go write. I think he was getting divorced, or he was, or he was divorced. I only saw it once, to be honest with you. I know he just starts going psycho, and ends up being like, does it end up being him? That ends up being this like psychopath? Once again, you're looking I'm at not, me like I'm I've not seen sure. this movie. No, it's, I, I would love to give you the full synopsis. I saw it one I always time. confuse that with the, uh, the was it the Ninth Gate? Uh, oh, I like that movie. Now that, yeah, that one's freaking The awesome. Ninth Gate. Isn't that the one where the kid is trying to close the gate to hell in his backyard? And no, that's the, the gate. Oh, yeah, that that's is the, the gate. one. I like and that. he has the carved the symbol into yep. his hand with a piece of glass. I've actually seen that one. Once again, freak me the sh- out. Well, the Ninth Gate is him basically going around and trying to find the way to open Hell's Gate. Yeah, oh, the, with Johnny Depp. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah like he, he lost his wife or something, and he's trying to open the the hell portal. Yeah, and or something. he basically finds these collectors a the set of books, mm-hmm. and every book they say is like some are fakes, but really it's each book has a certain part of it that holds the key to yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. Okay, I do remember that. Animals. Yeah, I do remember that one. <clears throat> so, yeah. But the secret window. I remember when I was in college when the movie came out. I was like. This seems kind of interesting, but I never went and saw it. <clears throat> it's not bad to watch. I just, again, I saw it one time. I mean, it was interesting. I don't think it was as interesting enough for me to be like, hey, see this now. <laughs> watch it. Uh, but watch no, it or watch I'll it. put you I, in pet cemetery. I just can't remember the whole thing. I remember he ends up going like a little crazy. It's almost kind of like a Jack Torrance yeah. thing. He's like writing. But I don't remember if it's something happened to other people and they got killed and it's him being the killer just multiple personalities or if he if it's like a 1408 where mm. other things are taken I can't remember that exactly but um, yeah it is basically a movie where he's by himself in this cabin and I believe he because he's writing if I remember correctly it sounds like your type of movie yeah it was one time. <laughs> but I mean that came in 2004 out. when it yeah. came out and there's been so many other 16 things years ago. Can I just point out how old we are? 2004 was 16 oh, years ago. Don't have to point that 18 out. 18 years ago. I just remembered how to do math. <laughs> 16 years. I put out how old we are. Yes, you're losing your mind. Because <laughs> that was 18 years ago. <laughs> so we can sleep with it. We just can't get it drunk. Got it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> But, the comments made by Gavin are not fully endorsed by movie Gossip Show. That's already on the website disclaimer. <laughs> the opinions represented here. All parties involved. <laughs> hey, that wasn't in our DBA. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, but we are getting close to the end of time for this episode. But any final thoughts on The King, Mr. Stephen, The well, King? Well, I will ask a question. Ooh, and yeah. uh, this is, uh, who do you think is a better... Uh, horror slash suspense director John Carpenter or Stephen King? Carpenter. I don't even have to think about that. I, I would actually go with Carpenter. I mm-hmm. think Stephen King, because he hasn't directed a lot, a lot. He only, right. As far but, as I know, he directed The Stand that was the miniseries on TBS, yeah. and I think he was co-director on um, Christine. Yeah. And he got a lot of um, executive producer credits on most of the movies that were yeah. made. Um so I would have to give it to Carpenter because only because he is the master of horror. He's the one who comes up with the scripts, he comes up with the ideas, and he actually directs most of his movies. And he does make a lot of music sometimes. Yeah. For his movie. And, and Stephen King is a fantastic writer. <laughs> I have his full book series on the Dark Tower. I think they're his best works, and I will read them until the day I die. But 
movies and books are a lot different. Yeah. I would have to give that to John Carpenter. I really would. And you know why it's John Carpenter for me? Because he did Halloween. I don't know. <laughs> he don't did know. the thing for me. Yeah. And what thing yeah. did he do for you? The thing. <laughs> the, the thing. thing <laughs> what thing did he do for you? The <laughs> thing. It's like, who's on first? Yeah. We're not yeah. doing that. <laughs> oh, we're you, doing it. You know damn well. You <laughs> <laughs> know damn well what he did. This <laughs> thing. Hey, whatever you and John got going on in the background. But now uh, he did, like I said, uh, he also did Escape from New York, and yeah, that's yeah. a really fantastic movie. Kurt Russell. I mean, he's mm-hmm. done a lot of movies. Uh, one one of my favorite video games is based off of that movie. Uh, what, what was another one he did? Uh, uh, Escape Vampires. from L.A. Vampires. Yeah. John Carpenter's Vampires. Uh-huh. And, uh, uh, James Woods. Mm-hmm. I don't know that one, but I will trust you. It's pretty good. It's decent. Well, yeah. He did my favorite horror movie of it all time. It was extremely so. low budget. So, <laughs> so, you know. So, okay. Stephen King is a great writer, and he has some clearly some talent for movies and television shows, yeah. but I think John Carpenter <laughs> gets the better nod in that sense. In my opinion. I agree. What about you? Oh, no, I agree. I, I, I don't have to answer the question. I asked the oh, question. You, <laughs> you answer the dead question, son. You look at me in the eye and tell me i got to answer the question. You, answer you the have question. to answer the question. <laughs> you're John to blame. Carpenter, of course. <laughs> you're to blame. Yeah, you're, you're to blame. You asked the question, so you're to blame. <laughs> oh, man, but that is all the time we have for this episode. Thank you so much for joining us in talking Stephen King and all the side rambles that we made. Well, we yeah, got sidetracked a lot. That's why I said all the side rambling we did, too. But... Mostly Stephen King. Uh, we look forward to talking to you next week. Uh, for this week, this is Movie Talks and Chill. For Movie Talks and Chill, we're your hosts. I'm Tony Serrano. I'm Kevin Butts. I am Patrick. Please go watch The Langolier so we can get a full theatrical release. It's a really good movie. Well, that's long. All right, guys. Take care. Don't forget, guys, you can visit us at our website, movietalksandchill.com. Email us at talktous at movietalksandchill.com or find us on our YouTube channel. Uh, you can also follow us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Movie Talks and Chill. You can listen to us on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, coming soon to Apple Podcasts, CastBox, and Overcast. New episodes available every Wednesday. Talk to you then. Theme music for our podcast was composed, arranged, and performed by Paul The Rock.